This is Heather and David Doty. Welcome to the Upward with the Doty's podcast. We interview fascinating people from all walks of life to discuss the contributing factors of their success. I am a physician and David is an entrepreneur, real estate broker, and investor. We love learning about other people's journey towards success. Whether it comes from relationships, business, or both, do you want to be successful in life? If so, stay tuned to learn what success looks like and how to achieve it as we discuss the mindset and habits of those who are, perhaps, a few steps ahead of us on that journey. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. David and Heather Doty here with a special guest, Anthony Navarro. And we are going to be talking about Anthony's life and business. This podcast is all about success and mindset. We love to interview fascinating people who have experienced success, whether it be in relationships or in business or something else. And we ask questions in order to get to the bottom of how do we achieve success? And so today we have special guest, Anthony Navarro. Welcome, Anthony. Hi. Glad to be here. We are so glad that you're here. Anthony and I met several years ago in Huntersville at a Toastmasters meeting where Anthony, I believe at that time, was president of Toastmasters. And so thank you for being here once again. Tell us, who is Anthony Navarro? So who is Anthony Navarro? Wow. Uh, when I saw that question on the list of potential questions, it certainly, uh, I won't say it intimidated me, but it's... Uh, it's, it's a loaded question because who, who does anybody say that they are? And throughout life, you do, I think, tend to have opportunities to reinvent yourself or you realize this is a new phase in my life. Um, for instance, when you get married, uh, you're not going to be hanging out with your friends. Hey, how come Anthony doesn't hang out with us anymore? Well, I have a wife to go home to. And, and who am I now? I, I was a single guy and, and now, I'm a, now, I'm, now I'm two flesh becoming one and, and that kind of thing. Um, and we were talking a little bit, you know, prior to this interview, uh, that, uh, that I, I had previously been married, I'd been widowed and I had to discover, well, who am I? Because first I was a, I was a we, and now I'm a me and I don't, I got to figure out who I am. So if I'm going to look forward to getting married again, I got to offer something to somebody and it can't be the previous we, it has to be a me. And when you're a college kid, that's one thing. When you start your career, it's another thing. When you decide to start a business, it's yet another thing. So uh, I, I still don't have an answer. This might have just been all filler content to try to come up with a final answer as to who am I? I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a husband. I'm uh, a man of God. I'm an uncle. And I, I'm a five-year-old. I, I, I identified as the five-year-old that always wants to learn something, always wants to say, what does this button do? Uh, what does this lever do? Not really concerned about the consequences. And, and that's one of the things about life is to, to never stop learning. And whether it was uh, learning in my early IT career, learning how to be a good husband, uh, learning about the things of God when I became a Christian, learning um, how to become a business owner. Uh, it's one of those things where I think I'm just, I'm a little flexible. I'm a little malleable, but I always want to be constantly moving forward and saying, what's next? What's next? What's next? So, uh, but I do want to maintain that child at heart, especially in these days when, you know, the world is a little bit crazy. Mm. Uh, and uh, no matter what side of the fence you're on, uh, we've all been impacted and some people very negatively. 
And I had to reinvent myself during COVID too, because I'm the social animal. I'm out there pushing buttons and meeting people. And I got locked down in my house. It was an awful two months before I decided I need to reinvent myself again and become who I need to be right now to be fruitful, to mm-hmm. be uh, happy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that's, a pro- that's something that a, a lot of folks have done successfully. A lot of folks have, have not done successfully. Um, but I would like to say that I'm just that, uh, that child at heart that constantly wants to learn and, and make other people happy too. Because what, what, what's, what's more happier than watching a five-year-old doing something on the floor, even if it's just playing with Legos or playing with the mud? <laughs> like Hopefully not mud on the floor. Right, right. Outside, outside. Then they hose you off, hose you off on the front patio. <laughs> Those are some of my best memories as a kid, or getting, well, all the stuff that led up to getting hosed off. That's right. Yeah. I, and Anthony, I'm just getting to know you. So this is super fun to be able to talk with you on, on a podcast. And I, I haven't met you yet. And I am already freshly inspired just by your, you bring this life and energy and just hearing a little bit about the story that you, the journey that God's taken you on in the last few years. And you just have this, um, just this joy about you. So thank you. I'm just really honored to get to know you and you. get to know your story. Um, I have another question for you. We love quotes. I, there are people that have inspired me and quotes that I was just quotes that were spoken to me during childhood that still carry with me. So can you tell me maybe a quote or two that's really been meaningful and impactful in your life that you apply on a regular basis? Sure thing. Yeah. One of the stages of my life in that reinvention process that I was talking about was uh, getting into motivational speaking or speakers, going to conferences, Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Zig Ziglar. Mm-hmm. And probably one of the ones that stuck with me the most was Zig Ziglar saying, you can get everything in life that you want if you can help enough people get in life what they want. And one of my first opportunities to do that was as a web designer, I became a successful web designer. So I said, well, you know, one of the things of success is multiple streams of income. So I started a web design school and I helped people learn how to build websites online. Then when I became a successful trader, I'm like, well, let me start a trading school and teach people that. And the more people that I help get what they want, learn how to start a home business as web design, learn how to trade the financial markets, then I'll get what I want. I'll get members, I'll get customers, I'll get that secondary stream of income, you know, and I get the satisfaction of that five-year-old constantly learning. And it's like, oh, I need this new tool. I need this new tool. Oh, I've got this new video editing software. And it's never a dull moment. So from the business standpoint side, it's, it's that. And then I think uh, another uh, quote that really stuck with me is Bruce Lee uh, saying, I'm not afraid of the man who knows how to do 10,000 different kicks. I'm afraid of the man that does one kick 10,000 times. Mm. And that's one of the biggest lessons I learned in trading is there's so many trading methodologies out there and people flounder and they fail because they try the next new thing. And when I decided I'm going to learn how to trade, I focused on one thing, price action, supply and demand. And I just did it, did it, and did it. And literally, it probably was like 10,000 trades. They say 10,000 hours worth of stuff and you can become successful. Mm -hmm. Uh, 10,000 trades, 10,000 kicks. And uh, so I I think those two quotes really impact me is, is making an impact on other people's lives, which not from the standpoint of, oh, well, I want this, I want this, I want this, so I'll help other people. It's like, no, I just love helping people. And look what I get to get. And then I become proficient at it and want to inspire other people by doing that one thing so good and say, not to say, look what I did. It's like, well, look what I did and I'll show you how to do it too. And so I really love learning and I really love sharing. I love teaching. And that's how, you know, David and I met at Toastmasters. Well, I love speaking and teaching people that skill because that's a life skill that everyone needs to have. Everyone communicates, whether it's to your kid, to your dog, to your boss, 
uh, or to a, a potential fan base or customer base. That's so true. So you mentioned trading and you've you've been successful in trading. The name of your business is Sabre? Sabre Trading Systems. And it's the old uh, traditional spelling, S-A-B-R-E, like the old lightsaber. <laughs> so SabreTradingSystems.com. That's right. And how did you get into trading? Tell us, tell us how you got started in trading, how long you've been doing that, and what's that journey been like for you? It, that's an interesting journey, too. In 2013, um, uh, we were uh, very active in my wife's uh, family. We actually kind of helped co-raise our, our nephews. And she worked from home as an IBM uh, employee, and I worked from home as a web designer. And we realized the limitations of that. You only get so many vacation days. You've you got to be tethered to your computer. Um, you have to work a certain amount of hours, a certain amount of time. You get dealing with customers. And so we were trying to think of some new way to provide a living, but not be not have those kind of constraints. And I'd always been interested in in, in the markets. I, everybody is. You look at Wall Street. You th you think of the fat cats. You're looking at the uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. You know all that kind of thing. Wow, that must be fun. And right down the block was uh, a school that taught this. And so I started learning. And I, I had my ups and downs. Business took over, so I couldn't spend much time trading. Uh, and then I got more time and it, it's like, it never, it, it kind of floundered. Like I learned enough to become dangerous, but never became pr proficient. And then one day so I just said, I've got to learn how to do this. And I just put everything to the side. I stopped taking on new business, uh, with my web design business. I put all my effort into learning this new skill. Cause that's what you, you know, you, it's, you, you got to burn the boats as Cortez says, it's like, I'm not going to move forward unless I get rid of everything that's behind me. Um, and so it really has, once I, once I decided to put that time and effort into it and, uh, and really learn that skill. And that's the beautiful thing about trading is it's a skill, just like anything else, just like speaking. It's a skill. People are intimidated. They say, uh, I'd much rather, if, if it comes to being at a funeral, I'd much rather be in the casket than up at that pulpit. <laughs> <laughs> and the fear of public speaking, the fear of trying something new. Uh, I want to encourage people to do that. And I make trading, I, I, try, I want to make trading very simple. Uh, so that's, again, one of my impetuses of not just becoming good at something, but being able to teach it. Because when you teach something, that makes you that much better. So and true. a whole litany of examples I can give you about that, new techniques that I've learned, that our group has learned, that our crew uh, has learned, because I've had the privilege of teaching them, and they've helped me become better at what I do to impact more traders as well. That's, that's so true. Teaching really... You think you know something until you teach it, and, and as soon as you start teaching it, it raises new questions because you're looking at it from a different perspective. That's, That's right. so very true. How long have you had your business of, of teaching people to trade? I think it was October of 2020 when I started. I was actually just writing articles for a website called TradingView. It's like the Facebook for traders. It's a social network, and people share trading ideas. But all they were, where they would just say, here's this trade, here's this trade, here's this trade, no analysis, no content. And I thought, let me actually write some educational articles. And I started getting a fan base. And overnight, like I got over a thousand, you know, subscribers wow. or followers. And then, you know, now I've got like, you know, close to 4,000, I think, um, you know, not, not looking at the numbers, but I started having people saying, do you teach? Can I learn from you? Do you have something to do? And they're like, no, I don't, but okay. Um, let me set up this little Patreon account. And within 12 minutes after setting up my Patreon account, I got my first customer and I'm like, oh, uh, I guess I better have a class ready for Monday morning. <laughs> that's awesome. So it kind of came, you know, unintentionally, but, but that's when I saw the need and I knew my need. I, I, I wanted good mentors. I wanted good teachers. I wanted good uh, information and a system to follow. And it was either follow someone else's system or make my own. And once I made my own and I started sharing little tidbits, they're like, please share with me, please share with me, please share it with me. And 
and I just said, all right, I can't just be a little Patreon account. I need to, I need a full-blown website. I need a membership system. And I was like, oh, darn it. I didn't want to run a business again. <laughs> I got into trading so I wouldn't have to be tied to a business. So it's kind of like that chicken and egg kind of thing and the law of unintended consequences. But it's so fulfilling. I think that's inspiring. And I think hearing you talk about your, one of the things that David and I are passionate about is just having this forward thinking mindset and the ability to remain so flexible that we can be easily moved into a new season, a new job, a new business. So that's encouraging. And, and for many of you listening, I'm sure you're in the same, a lot of us are at a crossroads during this season. And that's so exciting. It could be terrifying, but it can be really exciting. So your story is inspiring to me. You really do have to leave things behind to move mm. forward well. Um, and I also appreciate your willingness to help others. We can never go wrong by serving other people and sharing your talents and your wisdom. So Absolutely. thank you for sharing that. That really inspires me. Uh, I've got another question for you. Sure. And we're going to totally switch gears into a different thing. So David and I in this new season have had a little bit more time to read, which I haven't read for leisure in probably 15 years because I also have been somewhat chained to a desk and a job, which I love very much, but didn't afford a lot of time for reading. So we've been reading a little bit. So tell us about maybe a few of your favorite books or something interesting that you've been reading lately. Sure. Well, I, I know I've been neglectful in uh, reading history and biographies because you can learn so much from the past. And that's something that I think, you know, you look at today's world and it's all the uh, info bite, you know, 30 mm -hmm. second, not even 30 seconds, six second TikTok, you know, kind of thing. And I have got a, a swath of these books. And uh, part of time management, too, is getting into audiobooks. So I bought this audio series on, on Audible, a six-book series on submarine warfare in World War II. And I learned a lot about submarines and certainly a lot about warfare and, and some of the things that went on in World War II. So that was a fascinating uh, series of books to, to listen to, not so much read. And I literally was I'd, – I'd be listening to the app as I'm going to bed, put on that 15-minute timer, and if I – if I woke up, I'm like, oh, I got to go back 10 minutes and find out where I lost my place. It was so compelling. I went through all six books in like three weeks. It was crazy. Wow. But a great series. So um, and I have that book written. Uh, I, I don't have my notes in front of me now, but it's uh, I can get that for you for the show notes. Uh, it was a really good series if you're into that. Another book that I think was very impactful to me, and this was when I started my web design business, was the book Tribes by Seth Godin. And he talks about the lack mm -hmm. of leadership. The mm -hmm. world needs leaders. And everybody knows something more than somebody else, and you need to teach that. And, and no matter if it's public speaking, no matter if it's uh, engineering, no matter if it's trading, you know more than your neighbor. There's something you know that someone will be willing to pay to become part of your tribe. And, and that's why I created, as I created Sabre Trading Systems, the theme is trade like a pirate. You're not a member. You're not a subscriber. You're part of my crew. I'm the captain. And the captain, one of my favorite scenes in cinema is Harrison Ford in uh, Widowmaker, K-19, the submarine warfare movie, right? And uh, he's in front of his brand new crew, and they're out there getting ready to hit that bottle of champagne on the boat, and he's giving his motivational speech, right? And he says, I have the, here is the greatest boat in all of the world, and Moscow in, empowered me to be its captain. I will be your captain. Without me, you are nothing. And all the crew is like, whoa. And they says, but without you, I am nothing. Hmm. And I was like, wow, mm -hmm. I just got chills just it's now powerful. thinking of that because mm -hmm. it, it gave me chills back then. What a, what a show of leadership. And so Tribes, going back to the book, was uh, really showing how lacking we are in society about, of, about leaders. Leading in the home, uh, talking about the masculine mandate that we have to husband our wives, raise our children, 
uh, to be able to be a leader in society, to do what's right, and uh, and then to be a leader, whether it's in the church, whether it's a leader in your business, a uh, leader in, in, as an employee, you're, you're still a leader, if you're even if you're an employee. So those two books, I think, uh, as far as, you know, leisure reading, uh, just, as you talked about, the Submarine Warfare series, and then Tribes by Seth Godin was very impactful for me. So good. So now I have a new movie to watch and a new book there to read, go. which happens every time I talk with you, every single time I come away with, with a couple takeaways. You have had such a fascinating life. You're one of the most interesting people I've ever met. And I, I'm not just saying that I, I truly mean it. You've been through so much with the loss of your first wife and even going through the grieving process, I think you were when, when we first met you, you, as Heather said, you have this positive positivity and this, uh, just a true desire to help others and to teach others. How do you, two questions, how do you define success? And the second question, how do you keep yourself in a positive frame frame of mind going towards that goal of success on a daily basis? despite having gone through so much and experienced so much? That's, that's, very, uh, that's a very good question and very pertinent today. I think the biggest challenge we faced as uh, a planet today is the isolation that people have had because of COVID. Mm. The, you're seeing mental illness, you're seeing child developmental issues, you're seeing true. Uh, not businesses, the economy stagnating, tanking. I think just this morning uh, I saw they were talking about Canada because we have this whole trucker thing going on is that a third of all Canadian businesses have shut down wow. are gone because of the, the lockdowns. Wow. And so that isolation is, is so harmful. We're, we're relational beings. Um, you know, we got God as, as the Trinity. They're, they're all relational to themselves. God created us in his image. We are relational beings. That's why once I decided, you know, after my grieving process of losing my first wife, I said, it is not good for man to be alone. I need to husband someone. I need to have that co-helper. I, and, and I purposefully not just grieved, but I purposefully then looked for this next stage in my life. So the, to get over these challenges and, and hurdles, uh, even from childhood, uh, you you know me as you said. We met, you know, when I was going through that grieving process of of losing my first wife. But many many challenges in my past where I could have gone the wayside. I could have been one of those lost boys who grew up in uh, a bad situation, grew up in foster homes, grew up in uh, you know gangs or something. But it was something where it. I always told myself I need to find people better than me. To hang out with, mm. uh, someone said, "You are the sum. You are the average of the sum total of the top five people you hang out yes. with." And I always hung out with people older than me because I'm like, they have wisdom, right? And it's in Asian culture they respect wisdom. They expect age. Today we throw them in nursing homes, and you know, my my wife now she works in elder care, and she sees how all these sad stories of elders just being abandoned into these big daycare facilities for the elderly. So that isolation is one of the hardest things. So being around positive people. So all my life, even as a kid, I hung out with older people. When I was dating a girl in college, uh, she's like, how come you don't have any friends your own age? And I'm like, because they're all goofballs. You know, they're like getting drunk or they're looking at, the, at getting, getting in bed with somebody. It's like, that's all they care about. And uh, so I want to get knowledge. I want wisdom. I want some fun people who've, who've got some great stories to tell. And that's what I'm doing now. I'm telling stories, right? We're telling stories about our life and how we move forward. So it, it's very important to have that community, to have your own tribe to uh to to come to and say man i'm I'm struggling you know i need some help i, I, have, I have a men's group and and we we meet weekly to go over and, and have what we call our check-in how do we do this week how are we doing 
And that's where that those first two months of the COVID lockdowns, I mean, it happened during my birthday. I had this big birthday planned. Uh, I built a deck in my backyard. I was going to have a great party. Co- lockdowns happened. And so what did I have to do? I had to go do, do a phone order to Badass, da- Bad Daddy's Burger. I bought the Badass Burger, the gigantic burger with the butterfried milk bacon, you know, on it. And I just angrily ate that sandwich on my kitchen table. <laughs> stupid birthday, stupid lockdown. <laughs> and that was the start of my two-month decline. I had a horrible two months. And then finally, after two months, I'm like, this isn't helping. This isn't moving me forward. I haven't moved one step forward in my business, in my life. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm just a, not a burden to those around me. I'm a burden to myself. And that's not me. And I decided, okay, I need to get out. And, and the first thing I did was, was par- partner up with one of my trading buddies and said, let's just both com- recommit to getting ourselves back on track. And then, you know, that's where really the, the business of starting my trading business uh, got into play. But, but I think that's one of the secrets of success is always hang out with someone smarter than you. And sometimes you have to let people go. It's sad. You know, if this person's not adding to your life, they're literally – a friend of mine called them uh, – uh, time vampires. They just suck the time out of your life. And you have to, you have to choose, man, I only have so many minutes on this planet. I think recently I saw a Denzel Washington meme and he talked about how many minutes you have. And it's like, here's a guy that cuts you off on the road. He, he took a half a minute from your life and you're going to let him ruin the other 87,000 seconds, yeah. you know, five mm-hmm. seconds, 87,000 seconds. No. And I, you, you have to decide. And it's a decision. Um, and that's one of the things from Tony Robbins I learned. He talked about the word to decide, de-seer, to cut off. And it's like, I am not going to let this hold me back anymore. I'm not going to let this negative emotion impact me. I'm not going to let these beliefs that, well, COVID just totally screwed me up. No, what can I do now despite COVID or in spite of COVID or because of COVID? What opportunities do I have? I have members join in like flocks from Australia and Canada because they can't work and they want to make money. So they want to learn how to trade. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe like half my members are from Canada and Australia. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's a very important. Don't isolate. Always network. You are never as smart as you think you are, and you need to hang out with people smarter than you so you can constantly grow and learn and stretch. Words of wisdom, for sure. I hope you all are taking notes on this. I feel like you are dropping little pearls that I, I want to go back and listen to this and re- take some notes because this is such good advice. So it's funny when I do my when I do my trainings, I, I do three days a week uh-huh. live trading, and I think to myself, that was really good. I got to go back and write that down. <laughs> and, uh, and they are. I got, I got like I think I got like three three four hundred hours worth of training now, and I'm like, that's going to be a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you're working on a few books to include all of this information right now. I, I am actually, and I think the, the the process of writing your first book I've discovered is to help create the groundwork for your second and mm-hmm. your third book. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first book is actually on uh, our, our year-long cancer journey mm. uh, called Better By Far. But then I want to have a, uh, a book for men about moving forward if you've lost a spouse. And then I want to write a book about trading. Yep. So, uh, so I do have a couple books in the works. That Great. is exciting. I think one of the most beautiful things, and we talked about this a little bit um, before we started this interview, is that one of the most beautiful things about you is just your story of redemption. Mm. You've gone through significant trials, and we have a choice to mm. either be drowned by that or to rise above and to find the blessings out of that, which is so difficult. And you've done that beautifully. So I really, I look forward to reading your books. So you need to let us know. I will. Maybe I'll let you guys be my uh, my initial readers to tell me uh-huh. how, how does it does it make sense. That would be an honor. <laughs> That yeah. would be an honor. Wow. Yeah, that would be an honor. So I have, um, I've got another question for you. So in your forward thinking, 
and in all of your planning, and I can tell that you always have something, what, what's next? Uh, what, what's your primary goal for 2022? We're early on in the year. What are you thinking for this year? I actually joined a group. Um, it's a, another good book if you want to you know, talk about business books called Work the System. This guy mm-hmm. named Sam Carpenter. He gives his book away for free, and then he has consulting services. So I signed up to his uh, coaching program. And that was one of the things that, that they had a list of questions. And one of them was very much like that is, could you see your business grow double? Could you see your business grow 10 times, 100 fold? Mm-hmm. And why or why not? And literally, because my business is virtual, it, uh, it, it has grown organically through word of mouth. As I've written these articles, people have joined my group. But it's like, what? A, yeah, what if I want to grow my business tenfold this year? It's like, well, how do you do that? It's word of mouth. How, what's word of mouth? Social media. So I don't know if I'm proud of it or not, but yesterday I posted my first TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think overall TikTok is uh, is a is a virtual asylum for the mentally uh, deranged. You see some of these crazy crazy videos out there, um, and and that's again just like Trading View. The Trading View owners actually came to me saying, we want content like yours. We want educational content. And I looked up trading on TikTok and there is like nothing worthwhile. It shows like a seven second video of some guy in front of a helicopter, some guy with his 12 screens, some guy, you know, flashing dollar bills. There's no educational content. So I said, wow, there's an open market there. So my goal for 2022 is to uh, drastically increase my knowledge of social media an application of social media so I can drastically uh, improve my customer base, not for the purpose of making me money, but like I said, to bless other people because this is such a need. There are so many people losing so much money in the markets than they, they're just sold uh, that snake oil. And over and over and over, I can't tell you how many people said, this system just makes total sense. And then when they start working the system, they find that the system works. And it's like, wow, I never had this education. It was all the fluff and the hype and, and all that kind of stuff. It's like, it's like going from the prosperity gospel to good biblical theology. It's like this stuff is how the market works. Yeah, so, so that's my goal is to, uh, to impact more lives, which obviously will, you know, not to say it's self-serving, but it's going to in, increase the, my business's bottom line, which will help me then expand into other avenues that, uh, that I, I maybe previously couldn't. That's so good. One of my favorite podcasts is um, a real estate coaching podcast, Tim and Julie Harris. And they say repeatedly that our a human beings highest and best purpose is to help other human beings. And that's the most fulfilling aspect of life. If we, if we really find that niche and how we can help other people, uh, we will have successful and joyful lives and we'll probably sleep well at night and all of those things. So I, I, I appreciate you sharing that. Now, what, getting back to trading, somebody like me who knows absolutely nothing about trading, I think the average person listening, average person in America probably has the same impressions that I do. Of You need a lot of money to get started. You need a lot of time to get started. If most people don't have a hundred thousand dollars that they can just drop, you know, what if, if somebody has a thousand dollars, is that enough to even get started? Is that worthwhile? Absolutely. It's, it's one of those things, just like learning any skill. The first website I built, I didn't charge a whole lot for it. It, it really, well, the first website I built was for free. I built it for my church and then I built a website for me. Hey, Anthony Navarro.com. We, you know, I just, just cause I could build it. Um, and then someone said, hey, I saw you built that website. Could you build one for, 
for my church or for my business. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I mean, I'll charge you 200 bucks for it. And then, wow, people are starting to, you know, really get some traction here. I, I mean, I'll charge 500 bucks. Oh, I'll charge 700 bucks. You keep on raising your prices until what's happened, supply and demand kicks in. And so I was charging, I won't say how much, but, you know, good money for a website. And I'm thinking, this is like taking money from a baby because it takes me X amount of time to build a website and the turnover time, how much I get paid per hour. This is awesome. So trading is just another skill. In the beginning, say you start with, with even $100, um, you're not going to make a lot of money per se. But what I like to focus on is not the money, but the percentages. What is your return on investment? And what? And I try to inspire into people the idea of compound interest. People don't understand. We've been taught all our lives to pay compound interest. We get a mortgage, we get a car loan, we get a school loan, and we're paying crazy amounts of principal. What if you can become the bank and you can start getting that compound interest? And what if you can grow your account by 1% per day? Oh, well, it's just 1%. Well, a $1,000 account, that's 10 bucks. But, but the next day is $10 and a cent. Next day it's $10.03. Next day it's $10.07. And every day that 1% becomes bigger and bigger. So I think it was Albert Einstein. He's at least quite, I read it on the internet, so it must be true. true. Albert Einstein <laughs> said right, that uh, the, the miracle, that the eighth wonder of the world uh, is compound interest. And if you take an account and it's 250 trading days in a year, multiply it by 1%, 250 times, you, you don't grow by a percentage, you grow by a factor. You add a zero to the end of that account. So you get a thousand bucks, you'll have 10 grand. You have 10 grand, you'll have a hundred grand. You have a hundred grand, you'll have a million. And I want to instill into people, and that's part of the inspiration, is no matter where you come from, no matter where you start, I say, it doesn't matter how much time you have or how much money you have to get started. Just get started. Because every day is another day that you're not going to compound your capital. So if you start with a thousand bucks, great. You'll make uh, 10 bucks and you'll make, you know, like I said, all that other stuff and learn that skill and then just put it on autopilot. You know, when you learn that skill, my, I teach uh, a risk and reward system where I say, we just need to throw in three opportunities every day and only one of them needs to work. So imagine having a job where you could be, you could screw up two out of three times and still keep your job. I mean, imagine two out of three bridges collapse, two out of three buildings collapse, two out of three cars, uh, you know, blow up on the side of a road, you'd lose your job. But in trading, you could be wrong two out of three times and compound your account by 1% every day. And so that skill, which is just like anything else, let me teach you what a chart looks like. Let me teach you what a candlestick is. Let me teach you patterns to look for. Let me teach you locations. So I keep it very simple. I keep the, the pirate mentality there. We look for location, formation, and destination. Keep it simple. We're looking for the wave. We're looking at the tide. We're looking at the wind. I'm not going into RSI and momentum and indicators and oscillators and transmogrifiers. I want to keep it simple, but say, yes, if you're willing to learn, if you're teachable, and no matter how much you have to get started, just get started. So absolutely, uh, a, a person who's never touched the market, in fact, one of my best friends I've known him for 35 years, uh, he is just getting ready to place his first live trade because he's learned that skill and he's been diligent. But it takes work. I mean, it's, it's simple, but it takes work. And that's the problem. We're not afraid of, 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 of learning something. We're afraid of putting in the work to do it. And, and as, if you're willing to work and you're willing to learn, uh, I've got a system where if you learn it, it's just a mechanical step-by-step -step process. Uh, you know, absolutely. A thousand dollars. Just get started. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's, I think it's amazing. 
it's something that I definitely want to do. I'm just, I'm looking for some more time and eventually we are definitely, I'm going to sign up. I'm going to be one of your customers. <laughs> um, how do people reach out to you? How do people get connected with you? And what, what's the, what's the process like for that? Well, as I mentioned earlier, the website is Sabre Trading Systems, S-A-B-R-E.com. And uh, Anthony at Sabre Trading Systems is my email. Uh, of course, I've got all the social media things. Now I got Facebook. I got TikTok. We'll find you got on TikTok. Pinterest <laughs> and, uh, and everything else like that. So I, there shouldn't be a shortage of, uh, of ways to uh, reach out to me. And of course, if you're in the Charlotte area and you want to buy me a cup of coffee or go out to a tasty adult beverage and even a cigar, I am totally open to that. Awesome. Awesome. Anthony, thank you so much. It's been so much fun getting to know you a little bit better been great and thank you for uh letting me uh, be part of your next step and your next journey thank you anthony we really i feel inspired i can't wait to step away from the podcast and learn more from you and get to know you a little bit better in the coming weeks and months thank you very much thank you all have a great day we'll talk with you soon